What's up, Dunwoody? Election Day is this Tuesday, November 5th. The last seven podcasts that we've put out have been able to help you get to know the candidates. Hope you've enjoyed those. If you didn't take advantage of this year's early voting, make sure you show up on Tuesday. This seems like a pivotal point in the short history of the city of Dunwoody. We've had almost 11 years of police parks and paving, and it seems like we've about got that down now. The next four years will include much of the same, but we've got to think outside the box if we want to keep up with Chambly and other young cities like Brookhaven and Peachtree Corners. Our city government is a big part of that, so make sure you know who you're voting for. If you're new to the show, my name is Matt Weber. I'm a real estate agent podcasting to get to know the community that I serve. We spend a lot of time trying to keep current on what's up in our wonderful city. If you have received value from the show, share the love and please leave us an Apple podcast review. That gets us in front of more podcast listeners and we would greatly appreciate it. My co-host and brother-in-law is Justin Dyke. He is founder of PoolDues.com, our sponsor, Brett Friedman with Village Orthodontics. Brett bankrolls the show, and we couldn't do it without him, so please remember that name when your kid's teeth come in crooked. Today's show is with Hayward Westcott. Hayward is running for City Council District 2. You may recognize that name because he's been on the podcast a few times in the past. Hayward will always have a special place in our heart. He was one of our very first listeners as we started this podcast journey, and he kind of guided us around Dunwoody, introducing us to a few of our very first guests. Hashtag Dunwoody Rooftop Bar. That came directly from him. We lovingly refer to him as the godfather of What's Up Dunwoody. Here's a quick, entertaining conversation with my boy, Hayward Westcott. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up Dunwoody podcast. All right, we're here with our good buddy, Hayward Westcott, still running for city council at the time of this recording. You're still doing it? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. still in there. All right. Yeah. A few more days, that's all we got left. So yeah. hopefully we can get out the vote. I think the main thing is I feel very energized. I think the main thing is we just got to get out the vote. And hopefully this podcast will help do so. so. Get the young, cool people out there to vote. Absolutely. Oh, this podcast won't do that. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, well, speaking of young people, our young mayor, Denny, <laughs> has endorsed you. Yes, I'm. I'm very grateful. Actually, the he, I'm the only one that he is endorsing. Period, yeah, which that, is uh, that says a lot. Um, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I personally think so too. Is um, it more for you or against the other guy? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, but I mean, I, I he has seen me in action in the city for many years and rolled up my sleeves. I've served on the planning commission, been very involved with the chamber. I think he appreciates what I bring. I'm also a business owner. Uh, I've owned my own business for over 22 years. And what's that uh, business again? Custom signs today. We're a re- yeah, we're we're a retail sign shop located on Peachtree Street in Midtown. And um, and what beer are you drinking right now? <laughs> Variant. Bing. <laughs> What juice am I drinking? Press blend squeeze. Oh yeah, you're doing that. Let's let's take a break and talk about your juice cleanse. How's that going? I'm on day one of three days where the only drinking juice. And day one's is, not painful. Uh, no, it's okay. Are yeah, you it's expecting not two and three to be bad? No, I think it's gonna be fine. Actually. What about the night of day one? The night of day one? I yeah, I mean, I do want to eat stuff, but I think I would have a hard time sleeping with. Do you have in to my sleep stomach. with depends? <laughs> What is, the, what is the promise that Press Blend Squeeze has given you? <laughs> that I'm going to feel great after this. Let's put oh, it that okay. way. Well, yeah. Well, well and it's not, it that, it's not that bad to not drink I'm three enjoying <laughs> Hayward's beer. Yeah. And also, I don't, get, I don't have to eat Halloween candy. That's the, so this is like a Halloween cleanse. Uh, so you're really just keeping candy away from That's you. That's right. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So back, right back now, to Hayward. Now, <laughs> now, Hayward, if only some of the other uh, people on council were to support you, that would be nice too. But so far, you've only got the mayor's support or is there anybody else there for you? I pretty much have all of council. Oh, wait so, a minute. Yeah, here's yeah, a here's yeah. a picture of it. Yeah. One, two, three, four. All right. So. so I think you know they're all they're all important. They all have different styles and different um, you know 
beliefs and backgrounds. I mean, Pam's been very involved with the community mm-hmm. with, via the DHA and the Dunwoody Parade and and schools. John Hennigan has been on council since day one, as well as Denny. Um, and I actually ran against Jim Reitheischer six years ago. A lot of people, oh, yeah, yeah. Think about that. yeah. He's supporting you. Yeah, so, I mean, he is, uh, he you. reached out to me. Um, so, you know, Lynn announced her candidacy, and then my opponent immediately announced his candidacy, and then there was probably about a three-week gap where my phone exploded, and I was asked by a lot of the city council people and just leaders in the community that, you know, hey, you really need to run. This and, is your time. And so I waited till the, the qualifying day um, to to announce. And Do you feel like that was too late? No, not at all, because I didn't want to be in a th- – if somebody else was going to step forward, like say you were going to step forward and say, I'm going to buy for the seat. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like, go, you know, have at it, you know, go for it. But it the good thing about running uh, against somebody is it creates a community discussion. We're having a conversation about what we want in our community. So it's helped the dialogue. I mean, even from the DHA forum and being on the podcast and – all sorts of things. So there's benefits to having, you know, versus John, who's running unopposed. Yeah. Right yeah. in my name, Justin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not uh, not unopposed, really, because well, Justin is also running. John's is, actually, yeah. John's is actually a three, three-way race between him, me, and his wife, Kristen <laughs> Hennigan. Awesome. Yeah. So that will we'll soon see. be a thing. You'll see. Yeah, good. You'll see. Good. <laughs> well, I thought you already declared that he won in... in yeah, we take that back. <laughs> okay, yeah. all, right. all right, good. It's good. the percentage that he'll win by that we're unclear. We take back all kinds of stuff, endorsements and right. promises. Well, one thing I loved about John <laughs> saying, he, 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 on his blog, <laughs> he said that I was very approachable, and I do feel that I'm very approachable. I, I'm accepting of everybody, and I, I, you know, if there's, you know, I can talk about anything. Even Maybe more than anybody I know. Right. You're and how many, I've been on this podcast probably four or five times. Yeah. You are like maybe our first fan, yeah. actually. Yeah. So hey, fan, I use that loosely. It's not well, a stretch. You're the first it, person that listened to the show. It, it was, and then I, I saw that. So we met at Marlowe's, and I just wanted to meet you guys. And then why did you want to meet us? I just wanted. I thought you guys Facebook? were on a good thing. Um, no, what I just thing did we have at that point? You had your podcast going, and you like you were having shows. a discussion, and you were having fun. Okay. And I mean, you know, I mean, Matt, you're the serious one, and Justin, you're the silly one. I thought I was the serious no, one. All right. No, 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 no. Well, that's why you're getting written in. Um, <laughs> but the reality is, is your show is good, and it's it's quite entertaining. And I actually, I hope, I hope it continues on for a long time. But. Uh, we're going to be uh, shut we, down tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but when, I, when we went there, I mean, I was, we talked about the village, if you remember. Yeah. And yeah. You, you, you were, I mean, and that was, how long have you guys have been doing this? I mean. Year and a half. Yeah. So that was a while back. And, uh, you know, I basically. You started the hashtag rooftop bars, actually. Right. So I basically, I realized that our code could not allow a rooftop bar. And I'm not trying to get a rooftop bar, but I realized we were, quote, williamsburg mm. And then, if you recall, there wasn't. It wasn't too shortly after that. I did a poll, I think, on the Dunwoody Community Forum, that was basically, "Do you want a rooftop bar, a restaurant with a patio, or?" It gave you three options, and the rooftop bar just like took off or through the roof. And uh, then the city got wind of that, and then they actually did a, a real, true professional survey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so it was really from that silly poll that we did that you guys oversee on on Facebook, <laughs> which worked though. I mean, it, it got a lot of response. Yeah. So, um, anyway, 
Polling on Facebook's not that bad. And actually, I think the even better one would be a Nextdoor poll because those are postcard verified people. Like, I could make a new email address and make a new Facebook account, but it's hard to get a, right. a Nextdoor account. Yeah, but think about that, who you're polling. It's just like older people are Nextdoor. I guess that's who's actually voting as well. But you know what's I interesting about, about Nextdoor? The Dunwoody Police Department can't see posts. They can only post. Did you it's know that? It's one way. <clears throat> I yeah. was fascinated. And that's because I've been working with the Nunway Police Foundation. We meet with the we meet with the chief and our board regularly, just talking about. As a matter of fact, we just did our first grant to uh, the officer that was thrown out on 285. Oh, really? He's, yeah. Him money? That's cool. Yeah. So we're giving him money for over the next three months. Um, he didn't get enough in cookies and candy? Uh, no, not enough cookies to deal with his injuries. I mean, literally, I think he's going to be possibly out of work for six months. Oh, so yeah. uh, that's a good not amount of time. Not something about, my bad. And the, the big thing about... <laughs> he's going to no, be working it's the not, The reality is, is the police officers make a lot of money on their second job versus their actual job. So when they end up working, you know, at a nightclub or directing traffic for a church or something like that, or doing an event, they get paid pretty well. And it's just, you know, so that that's what they lose out on. So anyway. Well, hopefully we've made up for it and whatever. Money from the, where, how, how do you get money from that? So we just ask for donations okay. and we go to corporations and we ask for money. I mean, we've basically, so like recently this past month. Explain but, what exactly so this thing is. The Dunway Police Foundation is Which basically you started, set up. You started this? Well, I was, I was one of the founders. Okay, so, right. so basically. Uh, yeah, so basically they came to me and I said, yeah, absolutely. I'll roll up my sleeves and do this. This is fantastic. So we set it up. It basically has got three prongs to it. It's basically to help officers uh, when they're out of, when they're injured, just like what we had on 285. It's also to help with uh, items that might not be in the city budget. Um, maybe a police dog or, you know, equipment that they're looking for that, you know, that just wasn't included in the city budget. They were like, we could use this. Uh, and then also it's, it's a foundation on education. So we try to educate uh, the public and do community service. So we just recently did something at East 48th Street all of October. Um, I'm sure this probably is going to be launched either tomorrow or the next day. But if you went to East 48th Street and bought a pizza, they were going to give part of the proceeds to the Dunway Police Foundation. So we're trying to partner with businesses, very similar to the way schools do, with, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the- Spirit, spirit night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's the concept there. So, and it's good. Uh, just today, uh, Joe asked us to put out there on our social media stuff that Nancy Jester was endorsing him. You want to bring that up at all? Well, because, well, and we should, we should, there's a little bit of a backstory here. Uh, Joe is, would you call him liberal? He's a liberal guy. You're a liberal guy too, but you're you're center. Uh, but Nancy Jester is definitely the opposite of. I can tell Hayward does not want to talk about this. You don't want to talk about this. Yeah, I mean, this is not where I want to go. I'd rather talk about uh, items. You know, I'd rather talk about things I've done and where I want to take the city versus talking about my opponent That's and his answer. endorsements. So, I'm very grateful to have the endorsements of city council and the current mayor. Um, I also have other endorsements that I didn't publish, um, you know, that I chose not to publish, but uh, I went with what I've got, which is, I think, a lot, which is city council. I mean, is that why you buried our endorsement? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We don't well, endorse well, anybody. I'm endorsing you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. been, it's been a very difficult last couple of weeks for No, did you vote for him? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks for throwing me under the bus on that one, guys. I appreciate that. It's okay. No, I've been, I've honestly, I've, I'll say this, you know, Joe and I, uh, we met prior to me announcing and I, I, 
he wanted to know if I was going to run, and I said yes, I'm going to run. And I, you know, I, I made it very clear to him that it could be a positive campaign, and that's what my attitude has been. I, there's nothing I want. You know, we're both trying to vie for the same seat, and at the same time, it it creates conversation within the community. Um, Joe's a good guy. He's done good things for our community. I am too. Um, I actually think my diversity has done more. I think I, I bring more to the table. I started the Dunwoody Soapbox Derby back in the day. That went on for easily nine years. It did the for, logo. Yeah. City well, logo. I did the city logo. Yeah. So that, that, that actually is a pretty cool one. Um, when the city decided to move City Hall and get the new City Hall, uh, I talked to the marketing director, Bob Mullen, at the city, and I was like, you know, this is a perfect time to redo the logo. And they would not put $40,000 in the budget to do the logo, to like farm it out to a professional firm and see what they could get. So I said, Let's, let, let me just touch base with some graphic designers and the community and we'll put together just a volunteer effort because I can tell you all these graphic designers do not like the Walmart logo that we had, which we paid oh, the $100. The star? The, yeah. the butthole yeah, yeah. logo? <laughs> well, it was $130,000 they spent on it. So it was unpopular for the dollar amount. And city council was kind of intimidated to actually throw more money at a logo because it's kind of admitting that they did something wrong. Don't they know they can just go to Fiverr.com and get it for like five well, bucks? Yeah, but it, <laughs> you it's, do twenty of those, one of them's going to land. So, all all three graphic designers, we we blindly submitted our images, uh, and then we whittled them down to I think about four. And it turns out that they ended up choosing the logo that I designed, which was very simple and basic. But it represents more of us, I believe. And it's also now you can have wayfinding signage. You know, we couldn't have wayfinding signage before. We actually put money aside, $500,000, the city did. And the city scrapped the whole idea because the lo we're going to be putting the big asterisks everywhere. And nobody liked the logo. So anyway, I took the initiative to actually do the logo uh, and put the committee together and meet with Bob Mullen numerous times. It was probably a three-month process. So I'm proud of that. So. Yeah. Well, it should be. Yeah. Somebody did some wayfinding signs along Ashford Dunwoody. The purple yeah, you took spray paint. I did, yeah. The penises? The purple. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we can say penis on the podcast. Yeah, not multiple times. Boop. <laughs> what? You know what? Actually, that's great. You, you did remove it. You, I did you, remove yeah, it. You, yeah, yeah. you pointed it out and... Um, well, you I mean, know, Ken Wright was the one that he posted up something that was a, basically, you know, if you're going to go out there and point this stuff out, you might as well scrape it off while you're at it. And I did think about it. I, I think was like, he thought you did it. I think he thought I did it, too. But I did not do that. I would have I would have started much would have been way better. Yeah. You know what's so funny about just like that vandalism and, you know, even campaign sign stealing and all that stuff? There are so many cameras out there. Who in their right mind would go spray that on something and not think that they might get not caught? I mean, the, I'm I just think saying. a lot of it's kids. I mean, I did a lot of stupid stuff when I was little. It wasn't yeah, to the point of spray painting, but. Right, but still, you know what I'm stealing saying. Stealing signs, just, yeah, making houses, yeah. I'm worried somebody got a video of me taking the penises off, too. Because one of those signs we've just obliterated. I guess I shouldn't say that on camera. I mean, <laughs> other, than the, other than the video I took of us doing it. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Well, you might have kept that. Dumbity is now cleaner. What is it? A $75 ticket if I screwed up somebody's post-apartment sign? It was better after than before, for sure. That's true. Hey, yeah, you know yeah. what? I actually know a great sign company. It's called oh. Custom Signs Today. Do you know a lawyer, too? <laughs> That's true. Just saying. Right. Hey, you should use this sign company. <laughs> 
Just saying. So can you do it, can you do it at cost? <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's get you out of jail, Justin, I'll do it at cost. How's that? He's one of those. So, yeah, I could so. probably hit up John Foy for some money right. because he was the one that had the Hitler mustache and the you know. You didn't see that. Did you uh-huh. see that one? Oh, you didn't see that uh-huh. one. Oh God. No, yeah, I you got to go back. You need to go back. Okay. I'll yeah. just. <laughs> All right. Next topic. I'll find that picture. <laughs> Did you not see? Oh. That? <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> that was that was just a gimme for them. They were they were probably done at that point. Then they were like, "Whoa, wait a minute! This that dude, looks this, like this dude edited. looks like he's <laughs> off." <laughs> it's the paint is so good; it looks like it was edited with your phone. You know? Like oh, that's kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know what's funny about graffiti is I'm downtown. I see graffiti all over downtown, and I've I've been down there as a since since 1997. All right, and the city has embraced murals. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what's interesting is all these murals are popping up and it's like just now graffiti people don't want to like spray over this beautiful graffiti, uh, this beautiful their own art, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's very interesting. I mean, I find, I think it's like the graffiti people, like tagging is not what it used to be. I think because Atlanta has opened up the mural argument. Just all, saying. All those graffiti guys are woke. You know, they don't want to go so, do it over somebody else's artwork. They're like, whoa, whoa, respect. I that. had you worked two woke li- into the podcast. Good job. <laughs> Ding. Two, <laughs> Drink. Two, two of my sign employees back in the day used to steal all my spray paint. I mean, it would just be like I'd be like, oh, come on, guys. yeah, He's right. Like, no, on, like right, yeah. We just they would be like, where did all the spray paint go? Oh God, you know. And they were they were taggers and graffiti, and they would go to you know spray on train cars and all sorts of stuff they ended up starting a company and they're actually now doing murals pretty neat yeah that's true story cool. yeah they actually they you should go steal from them yeah right <laughs> get hired. right right now go, that they passed you, right you can steal their yeah, stuff can i work right? for you now <laughs> i'm not too sure this, this, I have no that story needs to be on the thing but it's a true story all right what else um so we have the chamber so uh i've been involved with the chamber since its inception uh we it started i the same time we our city started and pretty much it was just a, a networking thing we would pretty much would go from a, a restaurant called mud cats which was no longer in existence because to, of the name yeah well it was it was uh yeah it was uh um, who wants to eat at mud cats today? yeah but actually what's interesting is it opened up where wild wing was in that small little spot corner yeah and then they ended up taking over the vintage pizza and becoming a music venue so they elevated up. So, I mean, it was successful to a certain point. And we'd also meet at the Dunwave Restaurant Group. So after almost a year of doing the back and forth social uh, meet and greets, uh, you know, just networking, we decided, all right, we need an a actual board. And Bill Grant, uh, who's a home builder here in Dunwoody, he ended up uh, stepping up at the helm. And we ended up getting our act together, getting some more corporate members. And we actually... Uh, started to make a difference. We one of our first things was a fall festival. We did so that was cool. Um, and I started the Dumway Chili Cookoff with a buddy of mine, Brent Morris, um, where we actually had thirty participants. And Mayor Ken Wright uh, at that time was one of the judges. And uh, we had Tom Michella from uh, McKendricks as a judge. And anyway, it was just it was it was fun. You, you think Ken Wright's going to ever get back in the Dunway politics? No, I I don't know. Um, I saw him the other day at uh, at my event. He stopped by, and uh, that was just neat to see him. Um, 
I think you're. I think he will always be engaged. Period. I don't know if he will actually run again. Meaning, I think that you know his title of what he has already done mm-hmm. holds weight. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's it should be valued. So I think you know, um, but I don't know. I, I just you know, because he did vie for uh, the House District seventy nine seat. So uh, and that didn't play out the way he was hoping. Um, but you never know. I mean, I, I, I ran once, and here I am again. I lost once before, you know, but I felt that I'm still valid, and I'm still uh, here. So. Oh, you're still valid, Hayward. Yeah, thank you. Good. Still valid. Unless you lose again, and then Right. Well, goes. then I'm done. Yeah, then you're I, done. Then I'm going out to pasture. That's what's at stake There's a third here. podcast seat, too. <laughs> yeah, right. The it's last podcast. Real fallback, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so we do have a brewery in Dunwoody. I would love to see us get a brewery. I mean, a brewery brewery, like just brews beer. Uh, You're asking for a second brewery after we've just got another one? Well, (laughs) like a freestanding. Yeah, I would like to see a brewery very similar to Variant. I would like to see a brewery very similar to Contrast. Uh, You know, just something to where it's. Imagine the Mr. Tire location. It's got all those roll-up doors. It takes all those cars. And imagine if it wasn't a car place anymore, and all of a sudden they had live music pouring out of that, and you had beer that you could actually... I mean, even Lynn has mentioned open container. I think that is being entertained in the village to where you can literally maybe go for Moondogs and walk over to Marlowe's. That's what Assembly's doing, yeah, too. Yeah, so it, I've it, always it, lived my life what, like it was an open container, so that would be nice if it... Oh, oh that's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Why can he not do that? Well, it, it's mainly this, the establishments don't like that. So what would happen is is you would say, hey, can I get a plastic <laughs> cup? And they would have no problem giving you a plastic cup because you bought that beer there. And so it makes it easier for the establishment to go, yeah, you can take that beer with you. It's, we're in, it's okay for you to leave with Make the beer. room for more customers, right? Yeah, or wine for the ladies. Yeah. I mean, being a venue, you know, so. I can't tell you how many times I've walked out of El Azteca with a beer, though. But I just put it in a to-go cup. Do you think they ever wonder, oh, why is he asking for a to-go cup with a half of a Dos Equis left? I guess they don't care. That's not an endorsement. What's the opposite of the bane? Ellis Tekken, no longer selling alcohol thanks to local buffoon. (laughs) This conversation's going nowhere. Yeah, There goes my campaign. When do you know the votes? Let's go back to the election. When do you know the votes? Do you know it on Tuesday night? Yeah. I've never so been what part happens, of this before. So what happens is it's kind of interesting. So um, people, when they close the polls, they'll actually do the tally. And What's that, do, 8 p.m.? No, 7 p.m., but okay. around 8 p.m. is when the, let's, I'm going to use the library, for example. The library will end up taking their equipment down to DeKalb County. But before they do that, they post a sheet of paper on the window of the results on the glass window and what will happen is somebody will take a photo of it and then text it to you know lynn text it to terry text it to me you know the, the, everybody's kind of trying to help each other out kind of like here's the results from this polling state and then it'll just come in and then usually somebody's with a laptop doing a tally so putting that data into a database and then as they come in you can kind of see who's Who's pulling ahead and who's pulling away and what what's happening? So that's what Al Turnall was doing the night of Walensky's thing. He was just yeah. in the corner, just laptoping it up. Yeah, you la- you put that stuff into a laptop and then it adds up. Then there's about two thousand votes that's gonna be from early voting, and we're gonna have no idea. Two thousand how- is that more than last time? 
Well, we've never done early voting. Uh, so, okay. yes. So, yeah. It's more than ever <laughs> right, before. Yes, right, right. <laughs> Record-breaking what, what, year. What's funny, though, is, and I, you know, John Hennigan mentioned that it was about 15,000. I have a funny, I just, I heard that it was around 30,000 for us to do this early voting. And if, did you vote early? Yeah. Do you see how many people were in there? None. I mean, it was just well, me. No, no, no. How many people yes, were working? Yes, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like 15. It's right, crazy. Right. It, it, it's crazy. And nobody so, stopped me from taking a photo, which Hennigan later told me was, you can't, that's illegal yeah, in the no, state it of is illegal. I've seen a few yeah. people do that, though. Yeah. You're, 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 you're spending $15, uh, we are, right. as citizens, to have that luxury of going early. Where we missed it, in my opinion, is we didn't get Saturday voting. Because yeah, it's the be same exact time as you would vote normally during the week, which is on Tuesday. I mean, there's nothing. Anyway, I, I'm all about voting to be easy and and, and convenient. Uh, it was convenient this time for right. sure. But if it's thirty thousand dollars, that's a car. No, that's I mean, true. That that's that's a lot of money. But well, we need they, to we need to get the Saturday voting. Yeah. I mean, I, I I would support doing the early voting again if we could include Saturday. Does because anybody anywhere do Saturday voting though? I think we've. I think sometimes it's done. Yeah. Really? But I mean, it would just seem it would be logical because guess what? A lot of people aren't working. Yeah. You know, and that would be a convenient time. It's true. It is a day. Oh, of no, rest. Sometimes my Saturdays are worse than my Tuesdays. <laughs> well, so you're maybe a different. Yeah. Don't you have caravan? You're Matt. You're a realtor. Ding. Ding. Yeah. Caravan. My house for me. Ding. <laughs> you know, I do swim and tennis software too. I'm not just an idiot. Ding. Yeah. Ding. If you need a sign for your real estate company. <laughs> Ding. Ding. <laughs> I like how he sells that and not his election. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vote for Hayward. All right. Well, let's wrap, let's wrap this mess up. Mess. Anything else you want to mention, Hayward? How do I get in touch with you? Uh, you can go Say to Say I Hay- lost your phone number and I wanted to Well, actually, let me do reconnect. this. This could be crazy. 404-395-5565. That is my cell number. I want to be accessible. Mm-hmm. I want people to be able to reach out to me. I do not want to be like, you can't have my cell number. I mean, if I'm running for city council, I'm trying to represent you and all the people that might be listening to this podcast. So that number is important. By the time you, by the time you hear this and you dial it, that it'll say, this number has been disconnected. <laughs> What's frustrating nowadays is literally, all right, so I own my own sign company. People call me. Uh, for that, I'm in sales, technically, because, I mean, somebody might want to sign. And... It drives me crazy that we get all these robocalls. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, Hyatt or, you know, Marriott or. On the way here, I almost didn't answer a call and it was like, this was Atlanta Magazine. I just wanted to double check some of the information you gave us for your your article. So it's frustrating. Actually, talk about politicians that are greater than what I'm trying to vie for. I wish they would somehow make that not happen anymore because yeah. it, it really is it drives everybody crazy i mean literally i want to be able to answer the phone all the time and i do yeah. uh because it could be money on the on the other end that's me calling you that's the real number i like how that was clearly a sound effect and you checked your phone <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh joy <laughs> so that's one way to get in touch with me the other one is uh, you can go to my website haywardfordumbly.com uh and then my personal email is hwestcott at gmail and, so, and if Hayward loses, forget all these numbers and <laughs> email addresses. Right, and, yeah. yeah. And we'll delete this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, we wish you luck, Hayward. We love Thank you. you and, oh, um, I appreciate what you guys do. You guys are I'm doing sure a service you're to support, the community. Support Dunwoody even if you even if it Absolutely. <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> this... Well, I can this cut the awesome. end of that. <laughs> right. So this is great. You this have great. some editing to do, my friend. Mm-hmm.